Today in Canadian history for May the 27th, I'm Joe Barima. Algonquin Park. It's known for the wolf howl, the cry of the loon, beautiful hills, Tom Thompson, over 2,000 lakes and seemingly endless lines of streams and rivers that canoeists live for. Well, on this day back in 1893, Algonquin Park was established. It was Canada's first provincial park. Today, the park sits at over 7,500 square kilometers, or a quarter the size of Belgium, larger than PEI. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a heck of a park. To learn more about Algonquin Park, I spoke with Justin Peter. He is the Natural Heritage Education Specialist at Algonquin Park. I reached him in Ottawa. Uh, on May 27th, 1893, was when the Ontario Legislature passed what they called the um, Algonquin National Park of Ontario uh, Act, uh, establishing the park. Now, it was called a National Park of Ontario at the time because it was felt um, that it was of such a size and would be of such a stature that it it could be of national importance. It was always a provincial park, and eventually the name was officially changed to Algonquin Provincial Park. But, uh, but back then, they, they, they thought it would be uh, uh, an important place. Hmm. Well, let's talk about the area. Why was it a set, it's set aside, and, and, what made, and what makes Algonquin Park right now unique? It was set aside as a park for many different reasons. Uh, it might surprise some people, but the primary reason uh, was not to create a park in, in the sense that we know of today. I mean, if we think of parks these days, we think of a place for, you know, mainly for recreation and uh, protection of, nat- of natural area, uh, usually. But um, actually, the park was set aside for a couple of main reasons. One was to act as a timber reserve um, at the time. Actually, since the 1830s, uh, logging had been going on in the area which would become Algonquin Park, and people who ran the the logging business, what we call the timber barons, had the fear that settlers would come in and indiscriminately cut down the forest and make farms, probably which would not succeed because the the land itself is not really that suitable for farming, but in attempting to settle the land would would basically uh, ruin all of their, their future timber earnings. So there was there was some pressure from the uh, the timber barons, um, as well some officials who had visited the land. They saw that first of all the uh, the the core of Algonquin Park is actually a highlands area. It's the headwaters of any different river systems that flow out of of these highlands, and so it was felt uh, important to preserve those headwaters. And uh, even back then. It was also thought that uh, having a large kind of contiguous forested area would be beneficial for the climate. Can you believe that, even back then? And so that was one of the reasons. It was also felt um, important to preserve for uh, recreational uh, purposes. Of course, at that time, in 1893, recreation was, was almost really negligible, but uh, I think they thought that uh, or felt that it would eventually become important. So that was one of the reasons, but actually, oh, there was another reason was to... Um, preserve an area as a wildlife reserve where uh, people could not sort of indiscriminately go trapping animals. And so it would be basically a preserve for things such as moose and uh, bears and uh, beaver. In fact, not too long after the founding of the park, beaver went extinct in many different parts of Canada where they had been heavily trapped out. So having a park as a wildlife preserve would ensure that wildlife would always have a place uh, place to live. In 1992, the park was set aside as a National Historic Site. 
There are several reasons behind this recognition, including the park's history and education and public engagement. The park has also been a muse for many Canadian artists, including Tom Thompson. The first park interpretation programs in any, in any park in Canada started in Algonquin Park. When I say park interpretation, I'm talking really about the educational component. Um, many of your listeners may be aware when you go to parks, uh, many parks have what we call park naturalists or park interpreters. Who, who might do educational programs to let you know what's in the park or get you more connected with what's out there. And so that really started in Algonquin Park in the early, 19, uh, early 1940s. And uh, the other really big reason was that Algonquin Park, through people such as Tom Thompson, um, Tom Thompson was a, uh, a landscape painter, a famous one, who, who brought the Canadian landscape to the Canadian people. A lot of people hadn't really seen what the, the backcountry looked like, first of all. And second of all, Canada didn't really have a style of painting that was distinct to it. You, I'm sure your listeners have heard of the group of seven, Tom, 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 Tom Thompson being one of those uh, painters. He really showed Canada to Canadians and helped them define what Canada you know, looked like for them. So he holds a lot of appeal. And I know when I talk to some um, some people about Algonquin Park, I say that I work at Algonquin Park, and the first thing they say is, oh, Tom Thompson, the place where he painted. So Tom Thompson and Algonquin Park, uh, Algonquin is really an icon, I think, for a lot of people because of, of what some of the artists have done for it, such as Tom Thompson's. Today is a day full of Canadian history. On this day back in 1968, Montreal and San Diego were awarded Major League Baseball franchises. Canada's team was dubbed the Montreal Expos. Singer-songwriter Bruce Coburn was born on this day back in 1945. And, as always, on this day we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary. The executive producers are Joe Burima and Mark Affeld. Original music is provided by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. This series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series, or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cgswcom slash History. For more information on artist and Canadian Tom Thompson, check out the July 8th episode of Today in Canadian History. We spoke with author Roy McGregor about the painter's life and death. You can track down the episode at todayincanadianhistory.ca or search Today in Canadian History in iTunes.